Welcome to another episode of Trans-Tasman Gibberish. It was anticipation. Adam could barely contain himself waiting for me to uh, to crack on. Uh, and, and while we're here, Adam, how are you, mate? Oh, mate, I got a Woody in that fucking three seconds. It was amazing. But I'm, I'm really well because I've got a Woody. Uh, no, great, mate. Um, yeah, great. Uh, my daughter, who's been away for a year, arrived back on Sunday. So absolutely stoked to have her back. She's a, a lovely ray of sunshine and my little girl still, even though she's 19. But uh, no, all good here in the Strang household. How about the Whitey? How are you feeling, mate? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still battling. Uh, I'm I'm on the mend, but I've still got a bit of a cough, which people are not appreciating. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but it is getting. I am getting better. I'm still not in any position to do any uh, training or anything like that yet. I'm right. So I had earmarked today's possibility, but it was a hard no. So I might have a look at it tomorrow morning. But it's probably looking more like Friday at this stage. Okay, so you booked yourself into your 15th vaccine, though, vaccination, oh, booster? It would be number six if I was to go again, and I'm, I'm thinking that it's made, the previous five have made no difference, so uh, why should... Here's, here's an example of why the vaccine doesn't work. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're not doing that in our conspiracy theory today. Sorry, Mark. But, mate, uh, <laughs> after your... Poor showing last week of just reading the titles of of the uh, of the articles and actually not doing any deeper sort of diving into it, uh, mate. We might start with you. Uh, what have you got? What do you mean just last week? I've been looking twenty episodes. <laughs> uh, should I start with a ridiculous one or one to get really ranty about? Oh, actually, I'll start with a ridiculous one. It's a world one. This one. Um, I whiff. It's in the. It's in the title. A whiff of the ridiculous as Dior launches $478 fragrance for babies. (sighs) Dior has launched a scented water for babies that is as simple as they are. That's the catchphrase, as simple as they are. Price. (laughs) Depends who's Adam. Uh, Price to £230. Fuck me, that's. That's that's ten million New Zealand dollars. No, four hundred and seventy-eight New Zealand dollars. Bon Etoile is not technically a perfume, which are usually made from essential oils and alcohol. Instead, the fragrance contains ninety-eight percent natural origin ingredient. Natural origin ingredients? What the fuck does that mean? Anyway, while Dior has said the fragrance is suitable for babies' delicate skin, studies have shown that a baby's natural scent works as an important prompt for their mother to identify the level of care they need. Anyway, fuck that. Why the fuck would you buy a scent for a baby? Like a like a perfume for a baby? Why? Because they'll have some fuckwit celebrity in their baby and they're selling it. So people will go, oh, I want to be just like him. Well, I want to be just like Miley and their baby that smells. But doesn't this... Have you, I haven't smelled a baby for a long time because I'd probably be called a pedophile. But I, but I remember the scent of my kids was beautiful. Like just sniffing their head was absolutely beautiful. Pants, nice. Well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't go that down that far to sniff. But um, I don't know what, why. What's wrong with this world when we've now got perfume for babies? Seriously, what what's going on? So. <laughs> Where do we start? And I and and it's actually this is actually really good because it will lead into uh, my my uh, article when we get there. But the world is fucked, mate. But what I am actually seeing, <laughs> but what I think I might actually be seeing, 
Yeah. We hit the tipping point. Are people now starting to really just go, fuck off? Well, we we touched on this in the last episode, right? We touched on this and look, I I think so. I mean, the the people I talk to who, again, I probably don't have as diverse a friend group as uh, woke people want me to have, but people are just shrugging their shoulders now and going, it's a load of shit, play on, who cares? Um, Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I think that, and I think we we did talk about it last week, but I think that, and you can use the film industry as the greatest litmus test is that you know if you if you try to appease everyone, you appease no one. Oh, fuck. You you have to you have to when you talk marketing, you talk about you know uh, uh, niching down to find your defined demographic, and there's going to be some people that don't fit there, and if they don't fit there, well then they're not meant to fit there. So you know what. Marvel Studios and Disney have been doing with their movies and the did did we talk last week about the South Park uh Panda Stone and the Pandaverse? Did we talked last week about that? Oh, uh, we very briefly and then you told me about that Oliver dude in the Viking movie as well, which I mean, yeah, it's I don't know, mate. So enough's enough. Let's um and now I was reading and just a side to this, so there was a there's a woman that has been a, a, a politician in Tasmania was speaking at a women's right to talk luncheon and she mentioned about a transgender females how at 10 o'clock they can decide they're going to identify as, as a woman and at 11 o'clock they can be in a bathroom with with little kids and, and other women and there was a complaint made about that and it's now going like legal so now you can't even speak the fucking truth without <laughs> without Actually, feeding someone. Uh, yeah, mate. Look, I'm, I'm all like I like I said last week as well. Like all the love in the world to to everyone. Be who you want to be, but just don't impose it on me or other people who don't want it imposed upon you. I mean, it's just we're just we're, we're we're again we're getting outraged about stuff which you don't really need to get outraged about, and people being outraged on behalf of other people and. People's skins are so thin. They're wafer, as we said last week. Absolutely wafer, and it's it's going to have to stop at some stage. Otherwise, everyone's going to disagree on everything, and nothing's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I know. I agree. Well, there's sort of, as we say, that the world is maybe starting to fight back. Kim Kardashian this week. Yeah, I know. That's just enough, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks, Whitey. Kardashian this week is on the cover of GQ magazine's Man of the Year uh, episode, you know, fucking special release, and she's been named GQ's Man of the Year. What? Washington has been named GQ's Man of the Year. Really? Right. What? Well, how come? Because the world is fucked. <laughs> but how, but how, but is she now identifying as a man? She's done a shoot, uh, uh, dressed up in in men's clothing, and in oh, let's see her. It's just a fucking marketing ploy. Like, whole oh, world's fucked. I've just got, I've just seen the picture, and I'm on this people dot com. I don't know what that is, and it's got the first line. Kim Kardashian is breaking boundaries left and right. Oh, for God's sake. 
<laughs> All right. Well, if she's a bloke, I'm a homosexual. Yes. Is that is that fair to say? Well, yeah. You better, you have a crack. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, that's... I, was, I was watching something on YouTube. It uh, was that um, Jack Osborne. Yeah, Rosie Osborne. Someone was being in. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was actually really tight with the Kardashians, and and around the time yeah. that Kim released her uh, her sex tape was released to the public. Yep. The oh my god, someone's released a sex tape, and apparently that uh, the rapper that she did it with. Uh, was actually paid by one of the networks for like Girls Gone Wild or something like that to actually film the the tape and release it. Oh, so it was all contrived. The whole thing was contrived. She knew it was going to be released. Like, oh, she knew. Oh, she got. She knew. I'm not. This. This is. These are people that are famous for being famous, apparently, and they're all fuckwits. The world's fuckers. And GQ. <laughs> fuck her. Oh mate, I don't. That's I mean, it's, it, it's got to the stage where you just shrug your shoulders, shake your head, and have a beer. Seriously, you got you got no. There's no control over this rubbish. I don't know who's gonna get. I don't know. Fuck. Anyway, do, do 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 people? No, I don't know. fuck. I don't. I don't know where to go, mate. All right, I'm moving on. You're angry. All right, let's move on. All right, I'm gonna go to something that makes me very angry as well. ANZ, ANZ New Zealand boasts 2.26 billion cash profit, but warns tough times are ahead. Of course they are. Yeah, they're already here, you fuckwits. We're in them. <laughs> Baffling. I think I think with one of the banks here uh, posted a $4 billion profit. Yeah. And it, I think there was a $7 billion profit. I look very good at it. Putting those rights, rates up with the, oh, the, the economy, oh, blah, blah, blah. Get fucked. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> the fucking legal Ponzi scheme, mate. mate you, know, you know what was funny? Uh, I don't know if you've noticed. I don't know if you're a big chocolate but I definitely am. As people that know me can tell just by looking. <laughs> but they have, I think we might have spoken about this before, but Snickers and Mars bars are now, um, are now in fully recyclable packaging. Okay. But also, whilst they did that rebranding, they shrunk them. Oh, but, oh don't get me started. Effectively, you know, I don't know if you've got them in, in Unzerf. Yes. They have the two-piece, you can buy oh, yep. a two-piece Snickers, two-piece Mars bar. Yep, yep, yep. Two-piece Snickers is almost the size of what a one-piece Snickers used to be. F- fuck, we get ripped off. And, and that's what they did. Remember the Big Mac? I mean, they used to be fucking big. And now it's the size of your fingernail. Yeah, mate, you the $10 barrier. If you, could, if you broke 10 bucks at Macca's, you, were, you weren't eating for... <laughs> That's so right. difficult to spend 10 bucks at McDonald's. Yep. But now, like I'm just a, a large meal, 14 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And that goes to... Yeah, that's where we got to... We spoke about that $16, 10 thing of chips. Um... Mate, it's, but, but we're obviously still out there spending, but then hospitality says we're in trouble and we can't find people to work and, and all that. And it's like, well, yeah, I don't know. It's just. Because people don't want to pay them. No, exactly. That's what I think. Backwards. I think that people are sick and tired of being raped. 
yep. where they go. Yep. And I think that they need to start paying people what they're worth. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to put if you want to put the interest rates up every fucking month, you got to start putting pay up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Everything is going up except wages. Everything. <clears throat> like you go to the fucking shops now. I know it's ridiculous in New Zealand, but here in Australia, you go to the shops, <laughs> you can't get out without spending 50 bucks and you might just be buying stuff for one meal. Oh mate. Yeah, t- if you have if you have two bags of stuff over here, you've spent 150, I reckon. Um, petrol's three dollars ten a liter. I, I mean, mate, it's outrageous. It's outrageous how expensive it is. But we we we, we get we. I mean, we soak it up though, right? We're we're, we're not in that bad a position. We're not. <laughs> I'm talking from personal experience. We're not. We're in a position where we're crying poor, and we don't have a mortgage over here either, which kind of helps a lot. Um, we've. If we if we had this house here, we pay nine hundred bucks a week rent, right? And it went up fifty five bucks just a month ago, <laughs> a week. If we own this house and had a mortgage on it, we'd be at least paying thirteen hundred a week, at least. I hope my property manager isn't listening to that, but um, <laughs> but um, you know what I mean. It's it's and and we a minimum of a thousand if we wanted to move a minimum of a thousand with a much smaller house, so. There's got to be a point where something's going to break. Something's going to break. I don't know what they're trying to achieve here. I really no. don't know what they're trying to achieve. I, it's it's just control. That's all yeah. It's, it's just control yep. the population. And until, and you know what? Until people start actually, I know people do say they're standing up, but we vote these fuckwits in. Aren't we supposed to be the fucking power? Yep. Hundred percent. We get nothing in return. No, we get nothing no. in return. We pay. We pay for all their fuck ups, and then we pay for we. Then when things are going okay, we pay again. So yeah. we fucking win. They're, they're incompetent, mate. They haven't. They still haven't got the government formed in New Zealand yet. <laughs> they still haven't got the government formed. So we've still got the Labor prime minister as a caretaker prime minister. So, so what do you think he's doing anything? Fuck no. They're not even going to send a representative from New Zealand to the APEC conference. I mean, it's a pretty fucking important conference in this region. And Luxon said he's not going because he hasn't formed government or whatever. He's got more important things to do, like fucking make a decision on who's or may have an agreement between some parties to run the country. It's a, it's a shit show, mate. Everyone I speak to, everyone bar none, because I've said, because the National Party said, oh, we're going to cut taxes and, uh, you know, the typical sell. Bar none, and I've said to this, I've said to them, well, I don't want them to cut, cut taxes. Just spend our fucking money properly. Spend it on the health and education system, which drives drives the society and the economy. Um, and, 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 and no one has said to me, no, I want, I want them to cut taxes. So we're, a lot of us are soaking up this cost of living uh, issue we've got at the moment. But again, it's it's just a Ponzi scheme for the banks and the rich people just to get richer. It's all it is because that's the biggest thing happening in Israel. There's a massive disparity now occurring between the haves and the haves not have nots. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, well, you know, on on one of the the greatest movie podcasts uh, ever to grace the Southern Hemisphere, born to watch this week, we released uh, Shawshank Redemption, and just off air, we were talking about uh, Andy Dufresne <laughs> dodging the sisters. 
Uh, and oh. actually had a discussion on there about the fact that institutional abuse still continues today with with prisoners uh, in, or, well, I guess prisoners bashing each other, raping each other, all this kind of stuff, and how in today's modern society that this can continue to happen, right? Now, there was a 22-year-old guy in the States, father of two. He was in jail for one year, and he was very excited to be getting home, uh, was found unresponsive, after being, listen to this, mate, listen to this. Corrections official confirmed that he was the victim of a possible inmate-on-inmate assault that left him unresponsive. Uh, When I went into the room, there were bruises down his arms, like down to his fingers. He had bruises uh, over here. He had cuts up and down and bruises on his legs, and it was bad. What happened is that uh, it would seem that he was, if I can just, I'm doing it, Adam, here. Yes, mighty. Right, just trying to find a right part. <laughs> trying to find the right part. Fucking so professional. So he was he was found unresponsive. He died four days later in prison. Right? Oh fuck! So it would seem that he was kidnapped mm. in prison. He was kidnapped, tortured, <laughs> and raped by an inmate in the prison. Now. How does one get kidnapped in prison? How? 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 Because I'm sure each day they would have to do a number off or whatever they have to do. Yeah. Hall to make sure that, you know, no one yeah. can out the, the hole in the wall. Like in <laughs> But how is this happening? How? And I and and look, this I get this two sides to this. Where people go, well, you fucking go to jail, you deserve what you get. No, no one deserves to be tortured and kidnapped and raped to death because they made a mistake and they've gone to prison. Yeah, unless they're a pedophile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think. But but this kid was twenty-two and he had two kids of his own on the outside. He was serving a year, which must have been for something reasonable. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good that. And he doesn't get to see his family lose him because he gets kidnapped and raped to death. Now, who's who's running this show? It would just yeah. seem that, as I said on the podcast, it's Lord of the Flies, right? Where as soon as they close the doors, the no one gives a fuck. Is this because we've got to the point now where... Uh, uh, the person that is raping and torturing and that have just as much rights as and doesn't deserve to be beaten? Um, fuck. Again, where do you start with this one? It, it, so, there must be cameras in the in the prison. There must be guards in the prison. There must be... The, 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 I would have thought there was cameras everywhere. Like, everywhere. I'm talking, you know, everywhere. And, you know, you've got a right, even when you're in there, to be protected. So... I mean, is this in America? I assume this is America, right? A lot of them are, are privately run prisons now, right? In America, privately run for profit. Um, you'd think they'd have to be held to a pretty high standard. There must be a prison fucking association or whatever the fuck they call it. Um, it just shouldn't happen, mate. I don't know. I don't know how you can get three guys quartering someone in the toilets and getting raped. Like, it's it's assigned to the guards, right? Because of, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it's only a minority of people that are like this, right? I'm sure it's not. 
I don't think it's. I don't know. Unless, unless it's like, well, everyone's fucking each other, right? I don't know what Long Bay Jail's like, or, you know, I don't know. You want to shit a small percentage of people that are the are the rapers, you would think. Well, you did think it'd be a reflection on society, right? So small, yeah, small population, yeah. So, well, then mm. don't you just beat the fuck out of those people? Yeah, <laughs> yeah get a group of people and beat the shit out of them. We're not accepting this. Doesn't the greater, but then doesn't the greater prison population then go, well, if no one's going to fix it, we're going to fix it? Well, if it is Lord of the Flies, yeah. How the fuck does Blocks get away with it for so long? Why aren't there 50 prisoners just going, there's only five sisters, and beat the fuck out of them? Yeah, 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 it's, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, don't know. I mean, it's like how, um, who was that underworld guy that got killed in um, the prison in Sydney or Melbourne? And it was on camera, like in the gym area or something like that? Carl Williams, I mean, how did they not stop that? I mean, there's cameras and everything there. That one that there were people on the take. Well, yeah, I think they turned a blind eye, yeah. So I think I, I can un- I can understand more that, where there's a, yeah. maybe there's an underworld figure or there's someone where there's been, you know, uh, and someone's on the take there. For sure those guards were given money and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. like, we're talking, that's, that's probably uh, less prevalent than someone getting raped in the showers or whatever. And yeah. surely the guards aren't on the take for that. No. And I, th- I thought rapists in jail weren't really that liked anyway in the first place. So wouldn't you try and rise up against it? Oh, I agree with you, mate. I, I, you know, this again, this is <laughs> the majority of people being ruled by the minority of fucknuts, right? And that's just a little micro. Cause it's funny, I'll, I'll say it this way. A friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend spent seven years in a jail in Amsterdam and... Um, he came out, I haven't seen him at all, um, I just heard this second hand, he came out and he said the best thing that happened to him was that he didn't get raped. And he said uh, in the jail there, they went into their ethnic groups, and as he was a Kiwi, he didn't have any ethnic groups, so the Russians looked after him. <laughs> so he, he hung out with the Russians. I thought, it's a pretty good ethnic group to hang out with in jail, I would have thought. <laughs> And you get some pretty good connections too for the rest of your life. I would have thought, but anyway, I thought that was quite interesting. But um, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, we talked again. We touched on the last last week. The, the prison systems don't work. There's no rehabilitation. There's. I mean, imagine get imagine imagine getting raped, mate. So, let me put the obviously as if you're a woman getting raped, it's fucking horrific. I understand that, but but if a man rapes another man, I I can't. Remember the start of Snowtown, the movie? It's fucking horrible, that first scene. And it's his brother. Oh, go, everyone listening, look, I'm going to tell you to go watch it, but just watch it knowing it's fucking hard work. Uh, and I'll never watch it again. But um, it's worth having a look at. <laughs> but uh, that would be, I, I can't imagine. I just had a, a, a prostate exam and I just can't imagine being raped. I just can't. It, it just fills me with dread. Um, anyway, I, that's probably enough rape talk for, that's it. Let's talk, let's rape now. Uh, which one should I, I've got some, I've got some, uh, I'm not going to do that one because I, I don't really know it that well. <laughs> uh, I think something amazing, here's an amazing one, right? This is, this probably won't be controversial, but it's amazing. World's first eye transplant brings blindness cure one step closer. 
I think this is amazing. It's amazing. Surgeons have performed the world's first transplant of entire human eye. An extraordinary addition to a face transplant, although it's far too soon to see if the man will ever see through his eye again. So they basically got someone else's eye, put it in there. Mate, if this works, holy shit. That's, that blows my mind. That we, I know we can do hearts, kind of, livers, okay, kidneys as well. But an eye, something that complicated to be able to stitch it all back in and make it work would be just what a what a step forward in technology and medicine if that if that could happen. Fucking hell! I wish they did it. Have you ever seen those videos where, like, uh, kids or people here for the first time with cock? Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen the YouTube. It fucking makes me cry, mate. <laughs> oh fuck. Fuck. Or seeing again. It would be incredible. Yeah, unbelievable. So I'm I'm looking into a cock transplant because I'd like to know what it is to have a big cock. And um they haven't been able to get the fluid that fluid to make it hard enough. So I'm just looking into that at the moment. I think Thailand might have somewhere I can go. So anyway. Uh would you trust Thailand with your uh um, dick or jet? Well yeah. <laughs> They do, they do. <laughs> they know how to do it. They know how to invert and extrovert. Extrovert. I don't know. Is that the word? <laughs> we leave them and we <laughs> build them and break them down. Um, yeah, so amazing. I think it, it, you know. I, I said like, last week again. I, I said I hated technology. I don't hate technology. That's great. And and pharmaceutical, you know, pharmaceutical companies aren't all bad, right? I get that. that that's just amazing shit. That's becoming. Does that mean? That's performance enhancing, so you couldn't play sport? Well, you can't play uh, blind sport. No, you, you don't have to have the bell and the ball. Um, but 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 that means like, like you know, Oscar Vittorius. Oscar, Oscar Vittorius, like, he can't run, because aren't his blades stronger than human legs, so he's not allowed to run with humans, or is he allowed to run with humans? Did he? Yeah, he ran with, he was, that was his big thing. Oh. He wanted to run against the humans. And I'm like, hang on, mate. No, I'm sorry. You're a fucking cyborg. No, you're not a lot. I don't. It's the same as when they decided that in the PGA Tour golf that Michelle Wee was going to play with the men. No, you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Have your own comp. Sorry, Oscar. I know you might think that you're a whole man. You're not. Okay? You're not. It's the foot eight. <laughs> Sorry, pal. Put your razor blades on and sprint away from the ropes in jail. <laughs> He'd be an easy one to get to without his blades, or you just got to pick him up by his head and then just slam him on. Um, did I? Did I tell you I played a, a cricket for the first time last week? I played a game of cricket. Oh yeah, that's right. I was off after the podcast. That's right. That's why my phone kept ringing. By the way, switch switch to silent. Okay. Respect. Respect for the podcast. All right. So I played cricket. So uh, there's a South African guy right there. And he, he, on the back, this team, had, the opposition team had nicknames on the back of their shirts. And his was Bang Bang. And his was Bang Bang. And I'm like, I said to the umpire, the other umpire I said, what? Because the other two umpire, oh, what's Bang Bang? There? He goes, well, if you look at him closely, he looks like Oscar Pretorius, but we couldn't just call him that. <laughs> so we called him Bang Bang. <laughs> Shit. 
Hey, you got twenty. You got to retire at twenty-five. Got twenty-six retired, of course. Beautiful back foot cover drive for four. Uh, bowled a guy around his legs with my leggies. Bowled, bowled well. Uh, we won the game with four balls to spare. A great, great debut. I guess that won't be your last game. <clears throat> no, well, I can't. I can't go tonight because um, I've got a, a work drinks. But um, yeah, no, I'll definitely be playing again. That'll bring me back. And the fun, the most fun actually was in the clubhouse after taking the piss out of everyone, having a laugh. So. Good fun. Good fun. It's called Tonk. It's called Tonk and it's 16 overs, eight people a team and yeah, it's yeah, okay. modified rules. Yeah, it's good fun. Good, good fun. Good fun. Is it your turn or my turn? It's my turn. Oh yeah, go. Okay. So there's a guy in Sydney, his name's uh, Zach and uh, he got kicked out of a pub yep. for not talking. Ross? So uh, he's looking at uh, the Merrick View uh, Marrickville Hotel uh, a couple of years ago. It's only just come to oh. the story. Uh, and the bouncer came over to him and said, you haven't said a word in five minutes. It's time to leave. And what? accused him of being drunk because he wasn't speaking. Oh, my God. And the guy laughed at him and said, are you serious? And he goes, um, he said, look, uh, he explained to him that he was quiet because he was listening to his mate tell him he was planning to break up with his girlfriend. <laughs> Jesus, long co- long COVID. Fuck me. Fuck. So and and he and the, the bouncer just got the shits and the more he argued, the more he got the shits with. So he actually uh he actually got booted out. Um and now that it's actually brought to light about the bouncing culture in Sydney. Yeah. And and how big a fuckwits most of them are. Yep. And I've worked I've worked on the other side. I've I did some I did some security work up here on the Gold Coast for about a year. That's right, you did too. You did Twin Towns and all that. Yeah. So uh, it's I, I do feel for most of the security guys, but I found that you could talk yourself around most of the dickheads. Mm. And you know, I think that a lot of people do take the power trip a bit too far but i think that there are again it's that whole you get two or three of them which ruin it for everyone and yeah but in saying that in sydney there are a lot of dickhead bouncers yeah it's 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 an interesting one because it's it's actually quite a skilled job when when to talk when to grab when to get someone else to help you it's quite you gotta you gotta know human behavior and kind of guess what's going to happen next right um, so, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's plenty of tough jobs out there. That's probably one of them, but yeah, they definitely, I mean, for some, for someone not talking cause they're listening to someone that, that I mean, and look bodyguards out there, don't take this the wrong way, but probably not the smartest. The, anyway, if you, is that the fucking, fuck me, seriously, whitey, whitey. Can you start coughing again, please? Uh, fuck me. Seriously. For, by the way, we were talking, some listeners, we were talking about that. Some shit movies that I hate before the podcast. And The Bodyguard is right up there. So he's just... Farmer out of this. He's having, having a go at me. Anything with Kevin Costner can get fucked. Anyway, um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Bodyguard, The Bodyguard. Of course it was The Bodyguard. Um, you know... 
Ah, oh, fucking hell. Anyway, that was me. Shut up. Um, that's going to be my fucking head all day now. That's going to be in my head the rest of the day. Thank you very much. Fucking hell. But um, I was I was trying to bring up a serious point. I can't remember where the fuck it was now. Anyway, um, I think it's a difficult job. Oh, yeah, they're probably not the sharpest, you know, knife on the knife rack. But, you know, just uh, I think as well, the, the drunk, especially if they're people are drunk it's, it must be difficult it must be a difficult fucking job yeah well you're, you're dealing people with people generally when they are at their worst and yeah you can yep. you can either take a lot of the stuff that they say to you to heart or you yep. can laugh at it and it usually infuriates them more but usually makes them walk off so I think yeah. I think most of the people involved are uh, just not really smart enough to understand that it's not personal. Yeah, exactly. It's a job. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know. <clears throat> yeah. What what fuck. Oh, look. Yeah, I've got a couple, actually. Um, now, just to preface this one, I get to stuff.cock.nz as usual. Um, so in New Zealand, do you have lots of lime scooters and shit in the Gold Coast or Sydney? You do? Okay, cool, cool. A lot of yeah, okay. So ours are, ours are scooters, um, and this it says this. It says, about 50 e-scooter crash concussions a year cause for concern, but many other injuries not too serious. Now, now that's the, firstly, that's the headline, right? So with all the Lime scooters all over the shop, if there's only 50 people being concussed, I'm pretty happy with that, right? Because people act like fuckwits on them, right? Uh, and they go pretty damn fast. Um, the, uh, the bit where's the the bit down here was. See here we go. I'm doing it. Adam Strang again. Um, oh, they're they saying that alcohol obviously <laughs> has has a large part about it. Um, but they're they're trying to see if they can reduce the amount of scooters basically. And it's like, oh, fuck, seriously, are we going to ban something else now? Yeah. If you if you don't want to wear it, well, this goes back to the helmet one we were talking about a while. If you don't want to wear a helmet on it and you hurt yourself, stiff shit, you know? Um, yeah, but because a lot of them don't have the helmet attached to it. So you, you don't, you're not going to carry a helmet around, right? Just in case you go, oh, I want to go on a scooter. But anyway, they're looking to bring in some more fucking legislation. So it's like, I'll just leave it. It's not that bad. A couple of crashes. Now, looking at uh, here, there was talk of banning e-scooters completely. I mean, because they're too dangerous. It's like, mate. And you know what? I nearly hit two kids yesterday afternoon picking my daughter up from school because you've got 13 or 14 year olds going around yeah. things that do 50, 60 gays. Yeah. No fucking idea. Yeah. Concern or care about road rules. No. Nah. That's a concern. Yeah. But that's Darwinism at its best, right? For sure. I mean, <laughs> the last time I went to an e schooler, I was in Melbourne earlier in the year. I've been drinking for fucking too long, like a long time. And I was flying down Swan Street in Richmond in Melbourne. At the right. People were just going, <laughs> going that, I was that drunk though. Anyway, uh, we won't go there. Don't drink and scooter, people out there, please. What you, could take, you, could done, you could get done for drink driving. Could you get done for drink Scooter? Well, you probably you probably could because you can get done, you can you can get done for drink bike riding. Yeah, 
If you if anyone gets done for drunk bike riding, seriously, have a good hard look at yourself. How do you get caught for that? You must be filling off every five meters. <laughs> uh, shit, you got anything else? Uh, no, I'm too angry with my lines. No, that's all right. I've got a fucking awesome one, and it's a Gold Coast-based one. It's a third-grade cricket match. You might have heard about this. Fuck me. Let me let me just read it. I couldn't believe it. I read this. It's good. Aussie club cricketer wins match with six wickets in six balls. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Morgan, skippering Mudrabah, Narang, and Districts Cricket Club against Surface Paradise. It's always good to see Surface Paradise losing anything. In the Gold Coast Premier League, Division 3 took six wickets in six balls to secure an extraordinary last over victory. Surfers were four for 174, needing five runs to win. And he got, he, was it the last over? The last over, he got six fucking wickets in six balls. Um, everyone was going wild, etc. Do you call it a double hat-trick or is it like a quadruple hat A triple hat-trick. Was the first so, is a hat trick, yeah. So then the fourth ball is another hat trick, the fifth yep. ball is another hat trick, and the sixth. And the sixth. So it's a fucking hell. That's amazing. Given the panic unfolding in the sheds, as incoming batsmen scrambled for pads and gloves, it is surprising no one was timed out. Has happened to Sri Lanka's Angelo Matthews. That's really cool, though. Um, the news spread, blah blah blah. That, that, that's fucking amazing. That's that's so. It's the second time. So when he was ten, he took what? five. He took five wickets in an over. Fucking hell! He was having flashbacks to that as the over was going, and not only that, the last two wickets were pulled. So, the, so there were four catches. And <laughs> so ten and eleven were fucking hopeless. It was like caught at deep mid wicket, uh, but next one was like caught at short mid wicket. Next one was caught yep. at cover. And then yep. there was I might have been a caught behind. Then there was the last two were bowled. So. Well, they have a guy at the at the at the North Strikers end. He just must have been going, "What the fuck's going on here?" Oh, I know. Oh, d- did he ever cross it for the any of the? He, he might have crossed there. No? I think he was just he was there for six balls. He, fuck. Do you know what? If even if we'd lost, I would have been cool to be that long non-striker to watch that unfold. Fucking hell, unbelievable. Anyway, that was that was my last one. Good on you, mate. It's um, you know, now that I'm back playing cricket, I get what, where you're coming from. All good. Oh, good. Yeah. So there you go, mate. There you go. Yeah, good good one to finish on, I reckon. It's not often we finish on a high. Well, highs are cut. Have you taken a hat trick? No, I don't think I have taken a hat trick. I've scored a ton. You've been involved with any, like, been there when anyone's taken a hat trick? I, I don't think so, actually, which is weird. I don't think so. I don't think so, do you? Yeah. From when I was playing A grade for. Man, uh, for DYRSL in the uh, the, the subbies, subbies, yeah. And uh, mate, it was in the same year. It was it was both our opening bowlers, and one guy I took a catch at second slip for one of the wickets. Yeah. And the next guy I took another catch at second slip, and then yep. the for the second one it was this left armer. His name nickname was Digger. He was a Tasmanian guy with this massive uh, bush ranger beard. Oh, awesome! Fella, left armer, sharp. And he was old. He'd be. He would have been fifty then. I reckon. Wow, wow. He was sharp still. Come off about eight sheds and just bowled this wicked in swinger. Wow. Almost unplayable. And the guy for the hat trick, actually, just it was so funny. 
he he went to leave the ball and he squared up and he was standing two pads in front of the stumps and the ball just hit him on the fucking full and his pads in front of the oh, uh, it's hard not give it out like because <laughs> did he have proper umpires or was it the, the it was the other it was the, one of their teammates right so he had to give it <laughs> yeah I had to he, he had to give him it was like there was nothing he could do oh shit shit was he laughing? Man? The umpire must have been laughing, just going, oh, fuck. Just shook his head and just put his finger up. Yeah, fuck off. Ah, oh, shit. I remember, I remember playing a game in, in New Zealand back, oh, must have been 20 years ago with my brother-in-law. And, um, yeah, the, our team was umpiring and, you know, just gone forward, you know, going playing a little cover drive or something, just nips back, hits the pads. He's giving me an OBW. Like, just for a fucking normal stroke. It's like, mate... Don't you know the rules? You don't. If I'm backing across like this one, yeah, give me your BW, but front foot just missed. Ah, oh, come on, mate. I was fucking fuming. <laughs> I was fuming. <laughs> I don't fume very often, though, in sport. School was playing, uh, was he, it must have been year, uh, no, probably year 12 it was. And we were playing Naravine, who were like, uh, I knew, I knew everyone in their team. And, we were playing down at Lake Park there, and I was on about sixty-five, and I was cruising like no, I was, I was, I, I could have scored two hundred, and <laughs> uh, the the ball went down the leg side, it hit my pad, hit my thigh pad, and their and their keeper, who I knew really well, yeah, what are you hitting for about fifteen years, yeah, hard <laughs> mark, oh, no. and and appealed, and he was the only person that appealed, and the my teacher gave me out. Fuck, I'd be pissed fucking kidding yourself he goes oh well you know i go get fucked cunt he didn't call you back no it didn't call me back and i and i was in i was out i was like are you f-? and i i ripped into the two side i didn't <laughs> how old were you how old were you 12 so oh, I, right. <laughs> I said mate i said fuck i know you're a history teacher but my yep. god that was bad <laughs> I remember um, I was playing a rep game up in the Central Coast. I must have been 15, I think. Anyway, this guy bowls, and he bowled like, you know, medium, straight up and down, nothing. So it went down leg side, and the keeper was still like three metres behind. I fucking smashed the ball straight back at the keeper. And my dad was actually umpiring square. I smashed it at the keeper. No one appealed. Came off the middle of the bat. But I knew it so fine, I went straight to the keeper. <laughs> No one appealed. I, and I went to my mark and I looked over my shoulder at my dad and my dad went, nah, I don't know. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> there was another another quick cricket story. I was playing first, I played first grade when I was in year, end of year 10, I think it was. So I was one of the early guys playing in first grade. And um, we I, I played for Knox Grammar School, obviously, and we were playing St. Aloysius. So we rock up and, and we had a go, we actually won the premiership that year. So it was a gun side. You know, Matthew Nicholson, who went on to play for Australia, a few other f- first graders and stuff. Anyway, <clears throat> we rock up and the pitch is a fucking disgrace. Fucking disgrace. And um, we're going, oh, fuck, you've got to lose this toss. You you, sorry, you've got to win this toss. Ke- Andrew Chemist has got, got to win this toss. Anyway, lost the toss. The fucking Sonoma Wishes captain said, oh, we'll have a bat. And we went, what the fuck? We bowled him out for 24. <laughs> 24. Nick Cutler ended up playing first grade for Gordon, got nine for six, and Nico at the other end got one for... 
We were we were like I didn't even I, I was batting six or seven at the time. It was we were three down for two hundred at the end of the day. We beat them outright. We smashed them. We had a great year that year. That uh, yeah, twenty four. So now Aloysius, all that, and they should never have batted first. <laughs> Idiots. Anyway, there we go. There's some cricket reminiscing for everyone. I'm sure they're all fucking switched off by now. We'll do our uh, conspiracy episode, but we'll we'll confirm. We'll let people know. Well, what, what, I mean, what conspiracy do you reckon we should do? Is there, have you got the list on you or did I, I sent an email to you ages. Oh, we'll have a chat next week then. We'll have a chat. All right. Sounds good. Good, good effort this week. You were. No, it's good. <laughs> kind of. Uh, <laughs> mate, good to see you and get better soon. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm coming over there in a month. I'm in there. I'm over there in a month. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. That'd be good. Awesome. Well done. Right. Uh, keep listening people. Share to your friends, share to your enemies. Shadow anyone, we don't care. <laughs> and we'll see you next week on Trans Tasmania Bye for now. Cheers, Whitey. See you, everyone. <laughs>